Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Am I the jerk for not helping a child when they fell over? Today, I, a 19-year-old man, was waiting for my girlfriend at our local park. I was waiting on a bench looking at ducks in the pond when a child right in front of me on his scooter, probably about six years old, fell over. I laughed, not out loud. The child was crying, being dramatic, when his mother came rushing in, checking if he was bleeding. He was not. He wasn't even scratched. The woman looked up at me, seeing me slightly grin, asking why I didn't help him. I responded, he isn't hurt, so why do I need to help him? She got annoyed and said, if he was bleeding from his head, would you help? I said, no probably not she started having a go at me acting like i should have helped a random dramatic child up from the floor when he isn't even injured i walked away and from a distance you could hear her yelling i can't tell if i wasn't the jerk or i was because he ain't my kid and he ain't my responsibility wow tough one to start uh yes obviously you're the jerk are you joking yeah you're not wrong he's not your kid but come on show some human decency like what are you talking about you're saying if the kid's head was bleeding you wouldn't help what You're not necessarily the jerk for not helping right away, especially given that his mother was right there. And you know, some people don't want strangers touching their kid. That's completely fine. But you are the jerk for laughing and then saying you would never help a kid in this situation. Am I the butthole for kicking out my girlfriend? So I've got a cat named Raven who's three years old. My girlfriend of two years moved in with me a few weeks ago and it was clear she didn't like my cat. I didn't think it was a really big deal until one day I got home and he was just gone. He's not an outdoor cat and he never goes outside. He was gone for hours and I was worried sick until my buddy came to my house and returned him, saying he found him two blocks from my house. I asked my girlfriend how my cat, who has never tried to go out before, ended up that far from my house and she admitted to kicking him out. I was furious, saying she had no right to kick him out and told her that since she thought she had the power to kick my cat out, I wanted her out of my house by the end of the month. She cried that she had nowhere to go and that she'd have to live on the streets. I said I didn't care and told her to leave by the end of the month. My friends think I'm being too harsh, but my cat could have died because of her and I don't want her trying anything else. So, am I the butthole? Well, look, there's no doubt that that was quite a strong reaction. But then again, the cat was there first and it's the cat's house as well. You don't just chuck a cow in the street. Come on. To be completely honest, though, if you're going to chuck her out anyway, you might as well just sack her off, right? What's the point in having her as your girlfriend anymore? She's doing stuff like this. She sounds a bit psycho. I'll be honest, like the cat could have died very, very easily. So, yeah get rid of her fair enough though maybe you just want to give her a warning that she can't do that and see if she improves in future but someone who has the capability of doing that in the first place probably wouldn't be my girlfriend that's all i'll say and now for our next am i the butthole post 
Am I the butthole for my petty response to my boyfriend's purposeful incompetence about chores? My boyfriend has started pretending to be bad at basic life stuff like dishes and laundry like he can't do it so i do it i felt pretty frustrated with that and told him straight up that i knew he didn't forget how to clean since he moved in with me he was always very competent living alone and i didn't appreciate him forgetting how to do chores i said that when i asked him to do dishes and he refused and refused until he finally did them wrong that i was not that stupid he said that he was trying his best and that i was wrong for saying he was trying to manipulate me and that from his perspective i asked him to do something and he did it the best he could and i kept at him because it wasn't up to my impossibly high standards and he couldn't win and he wanted me to believe him when he says he's trying anyways this might be petty but i decided to give believing him a try so he had bleach stained my favorite little black dress instead of getting mad next time he had a family event i put it on he asked me if i was really going to wear that it looked messy I said that I love that dress and understand accidents happen, so I wasn't mad or upset it had bleach spots, actually. I thought it looked pretty cool. He said he really thought it looked bad, and I said if he wants, he could sharpie on the white spots real quick in the Uber. It ended up looking even worse. Another time, we were having dinner and he'd done the dishes, but put some of the cups and bowls in the dishwasher upside down so they filled with dirty dishwater. I took those cups and bowls, dumped them out in the sink, but didn't wash them further, and served his food in them. He said that it was dirty, and I was like, well, they just came out of the dishwasher. It's just water, it's fine. He said that no, it was disgusting, and I said it was really no biggie. I was getting over my impossibly high cleanliness standards, and I really didn't think it was that gross. The last time, I'd cooked for a work party of his. After cooking, the dish needed to cool for about 30 minutes, then be refrigerated. I had plans with my friends that night, so I asked him to put the dish away after it cooled. He forgot. The next morning, he noticed the dish was never refrigerated. I said it was fine. It was just a mistake and it would probably be fine to eat. There wasn't a lot of meat in it. He got frustrated and said that you can't serve meat left out overnight, even if it's only a little. And I said, oh, I think it should be okay. Look, stuff happens. He stopped being so lazy about chores after he realized I seemed totally okay with leaving stuff done badly and that he'll be living with it but i do feel a little petty for having been dishonest about it i actually hate how my bleach dress looked and my stomach turns at dirty dish soup and unrefrigerated meats so am i the butthole for being petty guys as always with these posts and these videos do comment down below your thoughts is op the butthole in this one for me personally absolutely not clearly it wasn't getting through to her boyfriend's thick skull Yeah, that he needs to be doing more around the house and clearly he was okay with just doing the bare minimum Getting things wrong on purpose so that uop would therefore clean up after him and make sure things were okay But that wasn't gonna last forever was it come on that's actually so lazy from him that's ridiculous Like yeah, I get what you're saying op you feel a little petty for having been dishonest about it But then your boyfriend's being dishonest about not being able to do the things that he was previously able to do Just because he's being lazy and wants you to do them for him Like if you hadn't done this and instead just said please can you do more to help he would have continued on with the facade about not being able to do it so you had to try something like this and look it worked definitely not the butthole your boyfriend though definitely is and now for our third post am i the butthole for exposing my parents favoritism my parents have always favored my younger brother i was by no means unloved but it was blatantly obvious who they cared about more I worked a part-time job to get my first car, 
but my brother got one as a present Yes, it wasn't new but it was much newer than my car It was the same with just about everything else like clothes video games and cell phones I'm 18 and taking a gap year before community college to work a full-time job and save money for tuition But a while back I heard my parents talking about how much they were going to pay for my brother's tuition I secretly recorded the conversation from around the corner and then came out Asking my parents why they were gonna pay for my brother's college but not mine They didn't notice my phone was recording and just said that my brother needs more help I asked how so when I wasn't getting any sort of scholarship and he likely wouldn't either Then I asked a few more questions about why things have always been this way They got mad and my father told me that perhaps it's time I moved out because they're sick of keeping a roof over my head I pointed out that I pay rent, but they didn't care I left the room and in a fit of rage uploaded the video to two different social medias I have and ranted about how this is how my parents have always been Well a few hours later when my parents were pounding at my door My dad was screaming at me about how I made them look bad. We fought some more and they left the room fuming. My grandparents contacted me later and said they were appalled. Then came to visit with a lot of the family the next day. There was a huge family intervention and my parents were made to sit on the couch and look at their feet while being told off. It was then I found out they'd been receiving money for years from my grandparents to help with family expenses. My brother looked like he didn't know what to do. So he sided with the rest of the family and said he's noticed how i'm treated as well My parents gave me a huge apology that sounded forced My grandparents have offered that I come and live with them soon and that they'll cut off the monthly payments to my parents My father told me I should have never told the rest of the family and now won't talk to me And my mother has been crying for days So i'm starting to wonder if I went too far Am I the butthole for exposing my parents favoritism? OP, what your dad just said at the end there pretty much confirms that he knows that he's in the wrong and that you're in the right. He's so embarrassed about the fact that everyone now knows about this that he knows it's wrong in the first place. You wouldn't be embarrassed about something that you really believed in, would you? Who cares if everyone else knows? If you think you're doing the right thing, then why does it matter if other people know about it? But no, the fact that he said that you shouldn't have told anyone in our family about it, yeah, just proves that he knows he's in the wrong. And look, I don't really know why this is happening or why they're treating one of their kids way better than the other, but they are. That's obvious. So yeah, OP, you're completely in the right to tell everyone else about it, especially your grandparents. Let them know. Now, amazingly, OP has actually given us an update to this post. So here is the update. Am I the butthole for exposing my parents' favoritism? I decided to go ahead and call my grandparents to accept their offer of moving in. During the phone call, I asked them why there was monthly payments being sent to my parents in the first place. It turns out my parents were living beyond their means for a while because my mother quit her job to be a full-time stay-at-home mum. My grandparents decided to help out by sending them money monthly to help with my parents' mortgage and also to set aside some of that money for college savings for both my brother and I that was to be split evenly. Turns out my parents only planned to put that savings towards my brother's college. And that's also how they bought his car as well. So from now on, my parents are now on their own financially. It's likely that my mother will have to go back to work to help my dad keep up the mortgage. I confronted my parents and asked why they've always treated my brother as the favorite. Then I asked if there was something I needed to know. Turns out there was nothing, literally nothing. I'm not an affair baby, not even an unplanned pregnancy. They just liked my brother more. 
I was mad as heck and we argued a lot before I left the room because I'd had enough My grandparents showed up on saturday with a moving truck My parents were floored when we started bringing in boxes to pack My father got in our way and I reminded him how he said that I should move out So I am My mother cried some more and said that my father was just angry in the moment when he said that And they've been counting on my rent money to help with my brother's college fund I asked if that meant that he would never have had to pay rent like I did when he turns 18 My father then said that since I was taking a gap year to work that my rent money could have helped my brother Which means they never intended for him to get a job while going to college. What am I reading? My grandpa was enraged and confronted my father saying he raised him better than this He chewed him out saying he's never been more disappointed than him and they will no longer receive any more financial support Then he said he'd disown them both if they ever tried to retaliate against me for exposing them My father backed down and neither he or my mother said another word to me I had a bit of an awkward conversation with my brother as we said our goodbyes to each other And that was it. I just got in my car waved and drove off I'm now fully moved into my new room at my grandparents house It's a little smaller but nice and my grandparents are very welcoming I'm gonna keep working hard to move forward from here and I appreciate everyone's support I'm just absolutely dumbfounded by this post. I don't think i've ever heard a story like this one How can two parents so obviously favor one child over another especially given that op's done nothing wrong at all It's not as if they're ashamed of op. They just don't like him. What is that? That's mental. And look, don't get me wrong. Most parents wouldn't say so, but hey, let's be realistic. Maybe they have their favorites. You know, you love your children, fair enough, but you probably get along with one better than the other. But to the extent of using one of your child's money that they're earning through their job to pay for the other child's tuition. Oh my, it's it's, it's simply is sensational. I don't quite know what to say. I'm frankly a little bit speechless. OP, I'm sorry, but you've made a fantastic decision in your life. Get rid of those two mugs. I mean, to be fair, your mum doesn't sound too bad. Actually, to get back with immediate effect what does she say my mother cried some more and said that your father was angry in the moment and that they've been counting on the rent money to help with your brother's college fund that is that is unbelievable it really is sensational wow mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Am I the butthole for no longer letting my boyfriend eat what I cook after he rated my food in front of my family? I am 25. And my boyfriend jerry who is 31 has a culinary art diploma He works two jobs related to his field the first as a chef in a restaurant and the second as a cooking instructor We've been dating for almost 16 months now, by the way I had no real experience in cooking But he encouraged me to learn and help my skills improve so much Even though he has a habit of rating every meal I cook which I find a bit rude For example, this meal gets a 7 out of 10, or this meal gets an 8.3 out of 10, or even this one would have got a 9 out of 10 if the sauce wasn't so salty, etc. Now look, I didn't feel great with him rating my food, no matter the score, but he says he's helping me improve, so... Anyway, my family came over to visit, and I wanted to cook their favorite meals. 
Jerry sat with my parents and chatted until food was ready He started eating and kept making comments about my choice of meals Once he put his fork down, he cleared his throat and literally started rating every dish I made by giving me 7 out of 10 for this 4.8 out of 10 for that and 6 out of 10 for the last dish My family was so confused and I was floored I felt awful as he kept giving advice on how to improve my score next time He also kept a straight face while doing it. It was awkward. Just awkward the entire evening We had a huge argument after my family left and I told jerry that he acted poorly and embarrassed me when he started rating my food in front of my family I said to him that i'm not gonna have him eat what I cook anymore He said I was overreacting and claimed that what he was doing was just constructive criticism And that I shouldn't take it personally since he's just used to rating his students work I said I wasn't his dang student and he wasn't gordon ramsay to be heavily putting my efforts down in front of family He got offended and said my reaction was way over the top since he was just giving constructive criticism in order for me to make progress And he said that he was trying to help and that the gordon ramsay comment was totally uncalled for And just a low blow to his abilities as a respectable chef with a respectable career He then asked what made me think it was okay to come at him like that over just a few ratings He stated he was hurt and went to stay with a friend for the night probably expecting an apology from me So am I the butthole? Sorry, OP, you think you might be the butthole? Are you joking? Are you mad? This Gary Rams- Gary Ramsey. This Gordon Ramsay wannabe is a total fraud, by the way. I do not care what little license or certificate you've got. Shove it up your Right, don't do that. It wouldn't make any sense. Oh, sorry. It was a culinary art diploma. I still don't care. Whatever it is. Doesn't mean you can go around rating my cooking in front of my own parents. Are you joking? By the way, it's completely different. If OP asks for it to be rated, that's completely fine. Like, you can't argue with that. You've asked for it. He's done it. That's calm. The problem is, OP didn't ask. Why are you rating it, you f***ing loser? Just eat the food, shut up, go to bed like a good boy. Moving on now to our second post. Am I the butthole for saying I prefer sushi to children? Okay, so straight to it. My husband and I, both in our early 30s, have been together for over a decade and made the decision not to have kids. Don't get me wrong, I like kids. I've got nieces and nephews. We just don't want them for our own reasons. He had a vasectomy, which only a few people know about, and now the whole internet. Anyway, our families are aware we don't want kids, as they've asked us before during different major life events. Our wedding, for instance. We recently bought a three-bedroom house with a nice yard in a nice area. Excited to show our new home to family and friends. Major upgrade to our previous home, we hosted a housewarming. During the party, one of my siblings-in-law, Alex, made a few indirect comments about all this space and that kids would love it in our house, etc. Eventually, they asked point blank when we were having kids. I made a lighthearted joke about it, which is my go-to for this question. Oh, well, you see, I like sushi too much to have to give it up for pregnancy. Plus, not drinking for pregnancy and breastfeeding? No thanks. I tried to make it very lighthearted and laugh it off. Most people just laughed along. That, though, seemed to anger Alex, and I was told, Children are a joy, and a good mother puts her kids before everything else. I agreed. Yeah, children are a joy. I like spending time with the nieces and nephews, and obviously I can't be a good mum if I chose sushi over kids, 
so I just won't be a mum. Paraphrased. At this point, I was still trying to brush it off in a gentle way because I'm not trying to start a fight by telling them to stop asking in front of everyone because I know my tone will be seen as rude and abrasive. So we move on. But Alex is clearly still annoyed and making little comments in their group about how flippant I am about it and how when it finally happens, then I'll understand. My husband heard this and said jokingly, well, if she gets pregnant, that'll be a problem for the divorce lawyers. That though seemed to annoy them even more, but they stopped. Do these guys just not get sarcasm then? I guess that's the situation here. With holidays coming up, we've not been invited to Alex's usual Halloween bonfire. When my husband spoke to his parents, they told him Alex was annoyed we were so careless and callous about our child-free status. And after saying what we did, they'd realized that we had taken permanent steps to ensure we never have kids, that we know they had to do IF to have kids, etc., and we are buttholes to just not care. I feel bad because they did do IF and lots of fertility treatments to have their kids, and even then they still had a few miscarriages. I can't imagine wanting kids and struggling to have them and then dealing with miscarriages. But at the same time, I'm so tired of justifying living my life how I want. So, am I the butthole? All right, let me get this straight. You are asking if you're the butthole for making a few sarcastic jokes and living your life the way you want to live it. Now, if that makes you the butthole, I'm absolutely f***. Because I've been doing that for 23 years, baby. But I mean, apart from just saying, no, you're not the butthole. No, you're not the butthole. Do whatever you want in your life. It's your life. And by the way, I'm not the biggest fan of sushi, but some people love it. So maybe you actually do like sushi more than kids. Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Now for our third post. Am I the butthole for not letting my in-laws stay in my home overnight to catch an earlier flight? I hate having people in my home. Hate it with a passion. I've always hated people in my space in general. To where my bedroom was an off limit zone period i don't have people over to entertain them never did sleepovers as a kid just altogether f that there's no abnormal psych behind it i'm not remotely introverted i just hate it it actually took me a long time to let my now husband into my apartment when i lived alone and he's always been very respectful he also feels pretty similarly but it's more a creature of habit thing for him. We live about 30 minutes from the largest airport in my state, and my in-laws live about three hours away. Oftentimes, they'll meet us for dinner or something nearby on their way to or from their flights. Well, now there's a big stink, because my father-in-law and mother-in-law asked to sleep over so they could get a good night's rest before heading off to wherever they're traveling for Thanksgiving. I said no without an explanation. They asked again closer to the date, a are you sure it won't work and i said no again my mother-in-law asked me again now that we're just a few days out she asked why if we had guests and i just said we don't have the space she was put out by this and got annoyed asking what the big deal was it was just one night and it would save them a lot of hassle at this point my husband took over and said no that we aren't a makeshift hotel and to please stop asking he then said that we just don't like having people over period and it's nothing personal the nothing personal line really annoyed his mum who is now making a big stink up and down social media with all the in my day and i would never which is totally fine because she doesn't mind it obviously so am i the butthole for f's sake a hotel nearby isn't going to be more than 150 dollars and it's not like they're strapped for cash 
Oh, now here we go, guys. One that's going to make you think. Before I even comment, please do get in the comments yourself and let me know what you reckon. Is OP the butthole or are their parents the buttholes? I want to know. Comment down below. I'm very interested to see your thoughts before I even start mentioning mine. All right, now, if you haven't commented down below, first of all, you're a little rat because you've not done what I told you to do. Second of all, here are my thoughts. I think, OP, that you actually are the butthole because, yes, I get it. It is your home. And those of you that have written down in the comments, it's their house, their rules. I do understand that. But then again, it's your husband's parents and the benefit that they're going to get from staying in your house for one night for free is way better than the negatives that you're going to have from having them for one night surely i mean purely on the financials alone they're going to save minimum 150 dollars which is a lot of money and you're going to have no more costs hosting them for one night i mean maximum what doing your laundry in their bed sheets i mean that's fine a little bit of work fine not a big deal but by not letting them stay you're just ruining your relationship a little bit for no real reason and also i don't really get why you just wouldn't let them in for one night it's not as if they're staying around for dinner even or you know breakfast or you know using your utilities they're just sleeping in the bed for one evening that's it and you have the space you're just being difficult for no reason and i get it you like your own space but these are your your husband's parents surely you can let them stay for one night that's not that deep is it but guys seriously i actually want to know your thoughts on this one because this one is not clear i want to know what you reckon and now for our final post of today's episode Am I the butthole for wanting my husband to turn off the lights and faucets? I'm not sure anymore, and I think I've gone insane. I'm posting here out of desperation because I've been having this discussion with my husband for months. I used to think I was reasonable, but his inability to understand makes me think I'm insane. Please help me with your objective feedback. Well, don't worry. I am as objective as they come. My husband and I live together in an apartment. I go to work every day at 7 a.m. And by the time I get home at 7 p.m., the lights are on in every room and the water is running in the kitchen and the bathroom sinks. According to him, they are on all day, every day. I cannot work from home and we're wasting a lot of money. I've asked him if there's any reason he needs to turn them on all day, but he tells me that it's impossible to turn the lights and water off. What am I reading? When I told him it is not impossible because he can turn them off using his hands, he says, but you have hands and you choose not to work as a mechanic. So I also can choose not to turn it off. (laughs) Is this serious? What? I tell him that's different because it costs money and it's bad to waste resources. But he insists it's the same thing because I can technically be a mechanic, but choose not to do so. So why does he have to choose to turn off the lights? When I'm at home, I turn them off after him and it doesn't seem to cause him any discomfort to have them off, but he just refuses to turn them off himself. When I talk to him about it, he says I'm nagging him and that I should leave him alone. Is he right that I am wrong? And is his mechanic analogy accurate? By the way, we are a single income household and I know we could be paying less for bills if he'd stop leaving things on all day long. OP. You listen to me and you listen here closely. Have you married a two-year-old? What is this logic that I'm reading in front of my poor eyes? I feel bad for myself because I had to read that. And I feel bad for you because you just listened to it, dear listener, viewer. But what was that? I mean, seriously, what is it? What is this mechanic analogy? It's the shit analogy I've ever heard in my life. And trust me, you guys that know me well know that I've heard some bad analogies in my time. That's at the very top. I don't even, there's, no, there's nothing more that I can say to that. Turn the lights off and turn the sink but to be fair the lights like who cares yeah it's good to turn the lights off i quite like having a uh, having a, a bright house so i do keep some lights on in general when i'm the only one at home but the the water you're just having the taps running for 
For what? Do you like the noise of it? Are you, are you a fan of waterfalls? I don't get it. I really, really don't. Obviously, again, OP, not the butthole. Are you joking? Am I the butthole for uninviting my transgender sister from my wedding? Some background. I have a trans sister who came out to us around a year ago, but had been on hormones for longer and hid it from us until she'd moved out into her own place. Probably because our parents are very conservative and known to be transphobic. As a result, there was this huge fight and a ton of people in our family, including our parents, cut her off and don't talk to her anymore. I like to think that I've been pretty supportive of her so far, using her pronouns and her name and all that, which has been hard considering our family gives me rubbish for doing so. I even make it a point to visit her every so often, while she hasn't seen most of our family since last year. I also promised her that if and when I got married in the future, she'd still be invited, despite any tension with our family. Me and my fiance got engaged a while back, My parents, especially my dad, absolutely adore this guy. And since my sister came out, they've almost seen him as the substitute son. Almost as a result, he's definitely more on their side of the situation and he's made it clear he doesn't really agree with or like my sister all that much. After the proposal, which was very elaborate and surprising, orchestrated by my parents, my parents, who are wedding planners, started talking with me about planning the big day and they even offered to pay for everything. I mentioned wanting to invite my sister and they shut the idea down immediately, talking about how she disrespected the family and cut them off and all that. They basically gave me an ultimatum, have my wedding planned and paid for by them or have my sister there and they don't come at all. I took my parents' offer because I can't really afford to pay for an entire wedding and because my fiance pressured me to accept it. I broke the news to my sister and she's very understandably upset, but I'm still inviting her to a smaller after party over Zoom so we can still be together on the big day. I still feel really guilty about this though. So, Reddit, am I the butthole? Now, my immediate thought here is just that OP is definitely the butthole, but I think it is a little bit more complicated than that. Like, there are a lot of factors going on here. First of all, a wedding is extremely expensive. And if you're getting offered a free wedding from your parents, then that is going to be very tempting just for one person not to go. Not going to lie. Like, think about it economically. It makes sense. Secondly, by not inviting your sister, you are pleasing more people than you're displeasing. Your sister will be the only one left out, whereas your parents will be there, some other family will be there, and also your fiancé will, of course, be there and be happy it seems however in reality uh, you're definitely the butthole because you're marrying a transphobic person that's the first thing second of all your parents are a disgrace for being transphobic to their own daughter and third of all your sister's done nothing wrong but she's getting left out just because of how she is it's an absolute farce i'm sorry like look i'll be honest i was kind of playing devil's advocate there the fact that you're going ahead with this like just alienating your sister is a disgrace have a small wedding do it all yourself just get your sister invited sack off your parents and uh, to be honest sack off your bloody fiance mate he sounds like an absolute loser oh transphobia in 2022 unbelievable and also op i'm sorry but you say you're very supportive of your sister fine you use her pronouns you go and see her big deal you've turned her down for your toxic parents and your toxic fiance if that's supportive then my name is barbara streisand baby now moving on to our next post Am I the butthole for eating at my boyfriend's family's Christmas dinner? As a child, whenever I was invited to people's houses, my mum told me it was etiquette to eat the food they made. She'd always tell me to put a considerable amount and eat all of it since it would be rude not to. First, she said it'd be wasting food. And second, it would seem as if I didn't enjoy the food, which is mean since a lot of effort was put into making it. I've always followed this rule and thought it was true. 
If I cooked a buttload of food and no one ate it, I'd be heartbroken. My boyfriend of seven months invited me to his family Christmas dinner. Now, I've met his parents very briefly, but nothing too formal. Anyway, we get to the food and I was pretty hungry and everything looked really amazing. I made sure to fill my plates. Not overfill, just equal amounts of everything on the table. I ate it all and to be honest, I was pretty stuffed. His mother then asked me if I wanted seconds. There was still a lot of food on the table. I took her up on the offer and put a bit more of the pasta salad on my plates. My boyfriend gave me a strange look, but I thought nothing of it at the time. Dessert comes and I chose to eat a slice of cheesecake. We then had a coffee, all sitting around the fire and telling funny stories. Everyone seemed in a very good mood and everything was great. After everything, I was honestly so happy because I was worried about dinner and meeting his parents, but I thought that everything went well. We left his parents' house in separate cars as I came directly from my parents' house to his. We reached my apartment and I can tell that he is totally annoyed. I asked him what was wrong and he just blew up in my face that I had no manners, telling me that he'd never seen me eat as much as I did at his parents' house and that it was so embarrassing. After further prying, he said that in his culture, when you eat a lot at a person's house, it is disrespectful because you should never go to a house on an empty stomach. He said it makes a person look desperate and there's a language barrier between me and him. And he said in a way that I was fat, but not fat. Honestly, I didn't understand. He said on the car ride home that his mum was talking about how embarrassing and unmannered I was to eat so much. I told him that she told me to have seconds and he said that's done to be a good hostess But a guest should never take up on that offer He said it would have been fine had I declined dessert But because I hadn't that made me look even more fat I explained to him my reasoning, but he called that bs I honestly feel terrible, but I told him if he explained to me beforehand I wouldn't have eaten so much But he said he thought it was common knowledge It's been two days and neither of us will really talk until the other apologizes I know it's petty to not apologize, but I sincerely don't think I did anything wrong, but I guess that's why I'm here. Yeah, this one, unlike the first one, is pretty clear. OP's done nothing wrong here at all. I'm sorry. Like, if you're offered seconds and then you have them, that's not impolite. That's just doing as you were asked, I guess. Like, that's so weird. Like, you're absolutely right. If no one else eats the food, it's just going to be a waste. So, yeah, if you're hungry and you want some more, you're being offered seconds, have some. I don't see how that's you being fat or disrespectful to someone's culture. That's ridiculous. Is that a cultural thing? I'm sorry, but last time I checked, being offered seconds and then not taking them is not really a culture. I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong here. Let me know in the comments down below. Seems pretty ludicrous to me. Like, if I put myself in that situation, if there's loads of food still left on the table and I don't take seconds, that's probably slightly rude in my head, right? Like, there's loads going. It shows that I like it if I have seconds. If I don't take more, then maybe they think I won't like it. Like, how would you ever know the correct thing to do here? Not that it is correct. Definitely not the butthole. Let's move on. Now, moving on to our third post. Am I the butthole for getting my daughter's ears pierced without telling my husband? For some context, me and my husband welcomed our daughter several months ago. So far, we've agreed on every decision made regarding our daughter, but the topic of piercing her ears came up and he said he didn't like the idea despite me explaining that one, it's a normal thing for babies and two, it looks pretty. Three, no, it's not cultural. We're both white, but it's a great new experience, IMO. He said that he needed to think about it, but weeks went by and he hasn't said okay yet. Mum suggested that we do it behind his back and he'll then come around and see for himself that it's a good thing since he was having doubts and being indecisive. I was hesitant, but I agreed. 
and chose a day where it was going to be ours. Thankfully, it went smoothly. But when my husband came home and found out, he lost his temper and went on and on about what a major breach of trust I just committed and how I should have never decided to do this without him fully agreeing since he's the parent too. And then he got extra mad that I went behind his back and was being sneaky and untruthful about it. I tried to explain that first it was my mum's idea and I didn't think he'd overreact like that. But he insisted that what I did was not okay and that I overruled him as a parent and damaged the trust that we have. I also put our daughter through pain and discomforts. I had an argument with him and told him he was acting like this is just his daughter. I'm the mother and my opinion does have a heavier weight than his to some degree. He got offended by that and went to stay with his mum, who called and berated me for going behind our son's back and treating him as a less than when it comes to our daughter. But I never understood why he thought that. Well, maybe OP is because you just said that as the mother, your opinion does hold a heavier weight. That could be the reason. I just don't know. Anyway, he's not talking to me now. I think he's being selfish by saying he needed some time to think about it and trying to stall without considering my point of view. My mum is on my side here, but he and my in-laws said I screwed up for making such a decision without his okay and going behind his back to get it done. So... Am I the butthole? Well, you know what? Let me just think about that for a second. Yes. Yes, you are, my friend. You are not just the butthole, but you also are f- Now, that all had to be bleeped, but I mean everything I just said. You know what's actually very embarrassing is that not only did you go behind his back and absolutely betray his trust, you then tried to blame it on your mum, who, last time I checked, doesn't have to have anything to do with your relationship with your husband. I'm sorry, like, how is that relevant, what your mum thinks? Yeah, you probably want to listen to her opinion, but, oh, mum said we'll do this? Okay, let's go along with it. That's not a good excuse. That's just actually stupid. And then, you saying that he's being selfish by saying he needs time to think about it and considering his options. No, that's just logical and common sense. He's taking the time to weigh up the pros and cons, not just of the actual act of piercing his daughter your daughter's ears but also how it's going to make you feel him feel everyone else feel you know it's a very big decision in many ways and if he wants to spend time thinking about it and come to a logical conclusion then fair play to the bloke i think i'll do the same you saying that your opinion holds more weight as a mother though is sexist sorry just is that's actually a very dumb opinion now for our fourth post am i the butthole for tricking my boyfriend into eating vegan i a 21 year old woman am vegan and i've been so for several years i started dating john who is 22 about three and a half months ago we've gotten along wonderfully except for this past issue when we went out to dinner for the first time i told him i was vegan when ordering my dish and he just kind of went oh cool and started talking about something else it never really came up ever again as a point of discussion though when he's come over and i've made lunch or dinner it's always been vegan dishes i've never tried to actively hide this from him when he asked what we were having i'd say things like burgers and i assume that he knew it would naturally be something like impossible burgers for christmas neither of us could afford to travel home and neither are very close to our families so we had christmas at my apartment and i cooked dinner vegan lasagna after dinner we were watching some cooking show and a contestant was making something with fake meat john commented how he hated when dishes pretended to be meat when it was plant-based and that it was deceptive and gross and that he would never eat that i was naturally very confused and pointed out that he's eaten that several times when he questioned me i explained that dinner had just been entirely vegan with fake meats And that every time he's eaten at my place, it's been a vegan dish. He got really mad. 
I'm trying to keep this post concise, but he accused me of tricking him into eating something he found disgusting and forcing my diet on him. I said he was stupid for being mad at this, and he said it would be the same as if he tricked me into eating meats. I said it wasn't the same because I was morally opposed to eating meats, but nobody was morally opposed to eating plants. We argued some more, and he left and went home, and he hasn't been over since. Yesterday, I texted him, trying to smooth things over, hoping that he's cooled down. He wrote a few paragraphs about how betrayed he felt. He said that he hoped I understood how disappointed he was and that I would tamper with his food like that and that something like this was a serious betrayal of his trust. He said I should have disclosed that none of the food I ever made contained meat. He finished it by saying he'd come over for New Year's only if I apologized for lying to him. I got frustrated and said that I didn't lie, that this wasn't something I should apologize for and that he was being stupid and childish. He hasn't replied. I mean, look, maybe you haven't been the most honest because you said like you're eating burgers when you're not. But again, like the fact that you said at the start that you are a vegan would make any reasonable person know that you're not going to be eating meats and therefore you're not going to be cooking meats. I would have thought. I also do agree with your point that no one really cares about eating plants, do they? But people like you, vegans, veggies, whatever, they are obviously morally opposed to eating meat. You can't flip it back the other way. I mean, yeah, maybe you could, but it wouldn't make much sense, would it? And also what's funny is that he's actively eaten and probably enjoyed the food, like, you know, not knowing. And then When he finds out that he does know, he goes, oh, that's disgusting. How can you betray my trust? It's just food, mate. Eat it. If it's nice, it's nice. Who cares what's in it? You don't. Like, you don't have any particular dietary requirements or moral obligation to eat certain types of food. So just eat the food, enjoy it, shut up, and go to bed like a good boy. And now moving on to our final Am I the Butthole post of this episode. Am I the butthole for making my daughter get up at 3 a.m.? Me and my wife have four children. Kara, who's 18, Sean, who is six, and a set of twins, Charlotte and Austin, who are four years old. The twins have always been horrible sleepers. I won't go into everything that we've tried to get them sleeping well, but for now, I'm thrilled if they sleep in their beds for at least three hours without coming into our room. Kara and the twins sleep down one end of the house, while Sean and my wife and my bedroom is down the other end of the room. The only reason we don't have the twins down our end is that the room only fits one bed in it and neither child wants to sleep on a top bunk. I tried it once. Charlotte woke up screaming, terrified in the middle of the night, and then Austin refused to even go near the bed. The room will also not fit a double bed and the twins' dresses and toys in the room. For whatever reason, Kara has begun having night terrors and waking up screaming, which in turn wakes up the kids. I wanted to take her phone, but my wife said no. Instead, I threatened Kara that if she woke up the kids again, she'd be the one putting them in their beds and sitting with them until they were settled again. Not us. Last night was the worst, and instead of screaming once, Kara, who remember is the 18-year-old, was yelling out until I'd raced all the way down the house and flew her door open, turning her light on. The twins were already crying in their room, so I made Kara get up, show them she was fine, and told her to stay in their room until they were asleep and went back to my own beds. This morning, Kara had tried to sleep and was still trying to sneak back to bed and sleep at 11 a.m. And when my wife asked why she was so tired, I told her and told Kara that this will continue to happen every time she ruins the twin's sleep for no reason. She has no trauma, 
no reason to have nightmares and has even told me that i know i'm dreaming but i can't wake myself up but i can make myself scream to wake up so that tells me it's intentional my wife feels that i'm the butthole but i think she's just too soft on kara and i'm doing this for her i'm doing this because she deserves her sleep and not to be woken up because an adult cannot control herself versus when our kids wake up due to nightmares bedwetting etc so am i the butthole listen mate you're not just the butthole uh you're also a very very controlling person uh, if you were my dad my god we come to blows pal that's all i'd say like not letting me sleep past whatever time in the morning is nuts especially when your daughter's 18 forcing her to get up and then saying you're having nightmares for no real reason like what no she's obviously having nightmares for it. like it's just so weird i just everything that you've done here is very very strange it's like you're, you're literally punishing your daughter for having a sleeping disorder it's a normal thing to do like if look don't get me wrong maybe that works for some people maybe it does i, I kind of doubt it but i think the the appropriate kind of method here would be to go and get some help probably not punish your daughter and just shout at her and force her to wake up when clearly she has something wrong like it's just so odd worst parenting that i've ever seen perhaps it's quite cruel to be fair very very odd behavior i'm sorry but saying that she has no trauma nothing to have nightmares about stuff like that is actually so dumb how how the f- would you know mate you are a clown am i the butthole for demanding my girlfriend to change her dress for a wedding this happened during this weekend me being in my early 30s and my girlfriend in her late 20s i was invited to a wedding ceremony of a colleague and i could bring someone with me i asked my girlfriend that i've been dating for a year if she'd like to join me and she was really happy because she apparently loves weddings since we don't live together i drove to pick her up so we'd have some time to spare before the ceremony as she comes out she looks really beautiful and is obviously put in time to fix her hair and makeup she's also wearing an off-white dress that was rather ornate as she got in i told her that she looked stunning but i asked if she could change to a different colored dress for the ceremony i'm not one for etiquette by far but one of the few things i've heard everywhere is that you shouldn't wear a white dress to a wedding unless you're the bride she became pretty upset and wanted to know what was wrong with her dress i said that it would be inappropriate to wear a white or off-white dress unless you're the bride and that it's like wedding lore or something trying to be light-hearted about it she rolled her eyes and said that was an outdated tradition about women and virginity and that when her friends got married everyone wore white and that it's not a big thing anymore i told her that i don't know what the dress code is for this ceremony but since it's not saying all white clothes i still think she should change to another color but white or almost white i told her that i don't know what the dress code is for this ceremony but since it doesn't say all white clothes i still think she should change to another color than white or almost white because my colleague was getting married and we would have no idea how she felt about it my girlfriend became really upset and told me that i was trying to control what she was wearing and that it was abusive which honestly made me really upset and hurt i then said something along the lines of frick well you shouldn't go to a wedding with an abuser then and then i told her to f off out of my car She began to cry and wanted to apologize and give me a hug, but I just told her to get out, which she did. I drove off and she called and texted me a bunch. I answered and said, I don't want to talk right now, and then turned my phone off and attended the ceremony. The bride was the only one that was wearing white, so I feel as if my gut feeling was the right one. 
When I got home, my phone had blown up from texts from her and her best friend saying that I was being inconsiderate and controlling and I should apologize for my behavior. I vented to a few friends. Most of them agree with me, but some have said that it was a butthole thing to tell her that she couldn't wear her dress because it's got nothing to do with me. I feel as if I was in the right since it was my colleague's wedding and it was better to be safe than sorry. But I'm also not sure if I was being a butthole about the situation. So, Reddit, am I the butthole? Listen, every man and their dog knows that only the bride wears white at a wedding. That's just like a common fact. It doesn't need to be written down. Don't need to like question it. It's just a dumb thing. It's not that hard to pick any other color on the whole spectrum of colors other than white, is it? Seriously. And yeah, look, I get it. It's going to be annoying for OP's girlfriend to change the dress. And she doesn't want to. No one would want to change their dress that they picked out. But also, how dumb are you in the first place to choose a white dress? Moreover, just because you've been to a white-themed wedding before doesn't mean that all the rules of not wearing white at a wedding suddenly go out the window. Like, how dumb would you have to be to wear white? It's ludicrous. Yeah, you probably went a little bit too far, I'll be honest, OP, in the car. Didn't need to, like, abuse her and all of that but she wasn't really getting the message i don't know gotta tell her somehow am i the butthole for taking off my leg and making someone look dumb and feel uncomfortable i am a 21 year old woman and i was in a very bad car accident about three years ago a drunk driver ran a stoplight cut off a semi-truck which then crashed into me sending me crashing into two different cars and then ultimately into an embankment my car was mangled and my leg was crushed completely destroyed and it had to be amputated I also lost a couple of fingers, the tip of one and all of another. On top of that, I'm left with some gnarly scars that used to bother me, but I'm learning to deal with them. I got a couple of different insurance payouts and some pain and suffering money in addition to my medical bills being paid. And with that money, I purchased a custom-made leg to take the place of the one I lost. When I have pants and shoes on, you can hardly tell unless you're really looking. I still limp, but some days I don't have as pronounced a limp. Earlier today, I went to the store with my boyfriend, my sister, her girlfriend, and our mother. I drove. I had to learn to drive with my left foot, but I'm really good at it now. I also bought a new car with my money and had to go through a ton of therapy to get past my PTSD, but I'm doing well there now as well. So, I drove us. And because of my injuries, in addition to my leg, I also have chronic hip, neck, and back pain, and some issues with my lungs from the time spent intubated in a medically induced coma that led to pneumonia, I have a handicap placard for my car. I have trouble walking without getting tired, so it really helps to park close to the door. Today, I did so and unknowingly took the space from someone who was circling back around for it. Apparently, the man had been looking for a close space and had missed the one I took and went down and around. He was still on the other aisle when I pulled in, so I didn't cut him off for anything and had no way of knowing he wanted that spot. He parked in the yellow stripe zone and got out and immediately began confronting me about stealing a space from people who actually need it. How I'm just some kid who's got no respect for those who are truly sick and suffering. He then ordered me to move. My group was urging me to just walk away, but this has happened before, and once the police were even called. I'm sick of people thinking that just because I'm young, I don't have a legit need for a little extra consideration. I said, okay, and went to the car and got in like I was going to drive off. I was wearing a skirt and leggings, so it wasn't quite obvious at first, but when I sat down, I took my leg off and showed it to the man including my stump. I then asked him if it was okay if I still parked there. He walked away calling me disgusting and rude and said I could have just told him and that I made him look stupid. My group was embarrassed and said that I made things awkward because there was now a crowd. So, am I the butthole? 
No, OP, you're definitely not the butthole, despite what your friends say. Look, I get what they're saying. It made the situation more awkward than it needed to be, but so did this man, you know, not minding his own business, coming out of nowhere and having a go at you. He didn't need to do that in the first place. If anything, it taught him a lesson that young people can have disabilities too, not just elderly people. I mean, he should know that anyway. And look, I get it. It's pretty annoying for him having to park further away, but come on, be considerate of others. Young people can have disabilities. Ultimately, this guy made himself look very stupid and you just provided the very visual aid which was funny so well done am i the butthole for going home when my wife didn't let me into the delivery room my wife gave birth a few days ago we had what i believe to be a fairly standard pregnancy and i did my best to take care of things and make it easy for her i took her to the hospital when she was due and her sister and mother met us there The problem started when she was taken to the delivery room She asked the nurse for only her mother and sister to be allowed in the delivery and then told me that she wanted me to wait Until i've delivered and calmed down before letting me into the room I was kind of shocked and didn't want to make a scene So I just said okay and sat down in the waiting room We hadn't really discussed the plan for the hospital and I had no reason to think I wouldn't be there when my son was born I texted her sister to see if she knew my wife was going to do this She said no. I told her to ask if my wife was concerned about something because I don't consider myself to be someone who would have made a fuss or made things difficult for her. She texted back after a while saying that my wife just doesn't want you to see her like this and then added that she didn't agree with my wife and tried to convince her but ultimately it was her choice and I should respect her. I sat in the waiting room for six hours getting minimal updates as the labor was fairly slow and then I decided that there was no point So I texted her sister that I was going home. I'd meet my son when they brought him back and handled the birth certificate stuff the next day. They came home about nine hours later and I was finally able to meet my son. When my wife's mother and sister left, my wife got very angry at me for leaving her at the hospital. I was angry too, but I told her that we can talk about this in a few days because she's just given birth. She wouldn't drop the subject. So I finally told her that she excluded me from the birth of my son for no reason. I didn't see the need to hang around a hospital waiting room for hours doing nothing and that even her own sister thinks what she did was wrong she said that there could have been complications and that i needed to be there to which i replied that i wouldn't have been there because she kept me out of the room and the doctors would have handled any problems anyways she called me an inconsiderate butthole and has been talking short with me for several days Her sister told me I should just apologize and move past it because it was a stressful time for my wife But I think i'm owed a bigger apology first for how I was excluded from my own son's birth Now this is a tough one guys if you're watching on youtube get your comments in down below Actually, I think this one is just up to interpretation. You can see it both ways. First of all, there's no doubt Well, is there though? I was gonna say there's no doubt that the wife is just a butthole in this situation out of nowhere Just saying I want to be on my own and not let her husband and you know Actually the more I say it. Yeah, she is a butthole here. That's for sure But I also do think that you shouldn't have left op because ultimately something could have happened and as much as you don't have a decision It is your son at the end of the day. I think you should have stayed. I don't know. It's a very strange one It's one of those that you would have thought they would have talked about it before the event But clearly they didn't and it's, it's led to this uh, horrible experience because on the one hand I can't really say to your wife you shouldn't feel that way Like if she genuinely doesn't want you to see her like that That's her own, you know idea and thoughts and you can't really argue with that if she wants her mum and sister to be there and not you Then that's her decision. Ultimately it is her giving 
giving birth, not you. But the fact that that wasn't even discussed in the first point is clearly the main issue here. And ultimately means that you both were slightly in the wrong. You should have figured this out long ago. Am I the butthole for telling my husband that I was disappointed in the gift he had for my son's 16th birthday? For some background, I've been married to my husband, Jack, for three years. I have a 16-year-old son from my previous marriage, and Jack has an 18-year-old son from his previous marriage as well. My stepson and son aren't close, and they only see each other while they visit. But everyone is happy with these arrangements, and there are rarely any issues. My stepson's 18th birthday was a couple of months ago. I wasn't at the party since his mum hosted, but Jack told me he bought him a car because he's been needing it since he's got a disability and will be going to college. I saw the pictures. The car looked nice. Now, my son's 16th birthday took place this past week. My son and I were both excited for the gift Jack said he'd bring, and I hinted to my son that it would most likely be a car just like the one his stepbrother got recently. It turned out we were wrong because at the party, Jack's gift for my son was actually a gaming console. My son got so upset that he went to his room and shut the door mid-party. Everyone noticed something was wrong and left shortly. Jack looked confused this entire time and asked what the deal was. I asked if he really didn't know and he just stared. I told him that my son was expecting something like a car as a gift. Jack asked why, and I told him because my stepson got one for his 18th birthday recently. I bluntly told him that my son was rightfully disappointed, and so was I in this gift, and really thought it was unfair, especially since my son told his friends he was getting a car from his stepdad. Jack argued about the difference in circumstances, saying his son needs the car to drive to college while my son doesn't need it. And besides, he doesn't have a disability like his stepbrother and can walk or commute. He also said I shouldn't have assumed it would be a car and I messed up by hinting this to my son. I couldn't help but notice the difference in treatment. I let him know that no matter how he tries to explain his reasons, my son will always feel like he's less than his stepbrother in a way. And what happened now will make it worse, even between my son and his stepbrother, not just Jack and my son. Jack called me unbelievable and said that I should feel ashamed, then rushed out. He's expecting me to get involved and ease things between him and my son, but I decided to give my son time to process this. Am I the butthole for what I said? Oh, I think we have our first proper butthole of this video, guys. Congratulations. It's taken the fourth post, but you know, we're here. We've arrived. OP is the butthole in this situation. I don't see you buying a car for your stepson, so why on earth... Would you expect your husband to buy your son one? It's very, very ironic, isn't it? And a little bit ridiculous. It's also like very dumb and actually very unfair to hint to your son that your 16 year old son, that he's going to be getting a car from his stepdad, knowing full well that you didn't know that. Like it's out of nowhere. It makes Jack look bad. It's just not a good thing to do. And also it's clearly massively upset your son. You know what's crazy is that your son is now going to be disappointed with a gaming console. Something that most people would absolutely love for a birthday gift. He's 16. He's got no need for a car. His stepbrother is two years older. It's his actual father, if that means anything. And he has disabilities, so needs a car. It's ludicrous. OP, you're definitely the butthole. Am I the butthole for yelling at my husband and telling him to get over himself after he threw away my tampon box? I'm 27. My husband is 30. We've been together for three years and have been married for two months. So here's a thing. I used to use pads for my periods, but recently was able to start using tampons. I've got medical problems. Now in comparison, tampons work 10 times better for me, especially when I'm outside, say like at work or traveling. My husband Ryan hates them. 
He never truly gave a reason other than just say he doesn't feel comfortable with me using them. I didn't think it was a big deal at first since he said he hates a lot of stuff that I do, but puts up with it anyway, except for this. He asked that I go back to using pads, but I made it clear since it's my body, I get to decide. He threw away some tampons he had access to and I was getting upset. But to keep the peace, I just bought a box and hid it away from him. He somehow found that and threw that away. I didn't find that out until I had my period yesterday and realized I had no tampons to use. I was tired and too stressed. I just yelled at him after he admitted to throwing away the whole box. He argued that I already knew how he felt about this stuff. And yet I decided to still keep it around. I lost it and told him he had no right to do this and told him to get over himself already. He stared at me, almost about to tear up or something, then walked out. He later went on about how we, as a couple, should take each other's discomfort into consideration and said he already tried to speak to me about those tampons, yet I brushed him off and insulted him and verbally abused him. He also said that if I still insist on using them, then I should do it while I'm outside the house but I said that it won't happen. I feel bad for how it played out, but I was just at my wits end and in so much pain, I lashed out. Did I go too far here? Does he have a valid point or not? Yeah, that's probably one of the dumbest posts I've ever read on this subreddit. Uh, Throwing away your partner's tampons. Pretty good stuff. I know no man in the world, apart from this guy who we've just met, so you know, I don't know too much about him, who has a problem with females using tampons. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't care what you use. Do whatever you want. As as OP said, it's your body. You can choose to do whatever you want. I'd also prefer not to know. Why would I care? It's like, out of everything going on in the world right now, the last thing I care about is what this woman is using down there. Like, why does that matter to anyone? Why does this bloke not like it? Ryan, you are a loser. And that's that. Am I the butthole for deleting my friend's wedding photos in front of them? I'm not really a photographer. I'm a dog groomer. I take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my Facebook and Instagram. It's my thing, if that makes sense. A cut and a photo with every appointment. I very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend got married a few days ago and, wanting to save money, asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were perfect, they were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot for $250, which is nothing for a 10-hour event. On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11am and was due to finish around 7.30pm. Around 5 o'clock, food is being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be the photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired and at this point kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is an old veterans legion and it's like 110 and there's no ac i told the groom i need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink there's no open bar or anything i can't even get water and my two water bottles are long empty he tells me i need to either be the photographer or leave without pay with the heat being hungry being generally annoyed at the circumstances i asked if he was sure and he said yes 
so i deleted all the photos i took in front of him and took off saying i'm not his photographer anymore if i was to be paid 250 dollars honestly at that point i would have paid that 250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes so was i the butthole they went right on their honeymoon and they've all been off of social media but a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses and there we go pretty straightforward one to start off this episode in my opinion absolutely not the butthole at all like seriously they expected you to work for eight and a half hours with no food or water that's baffling now for our next post and guys with all of these please do get in the comments down below and let me know if i'm wrong and your own opinions on these stories Am I the butthole for telling my wife it's embarrassing she gave our daughter's bus driver cookies? Some important details. My wife is very shy, but enjoys giving and is all gung-ho about showing appreciation to workers she assume aren't appreciated or recognized. She tries to pass these beliefs onto our kids. Because she's too silent to show her appreciation, she does it through gifts usually baked goods. I've been embarrassed about it in the past. Our oldest rode the school bus for the first time. My wife was waiting at the stop with our daughter and had her hand the bus driver a bag of homemade cookies. Then when she picked her up from the stop in the afternoon, she gave a bag to the afternoon driver. I asked why she did that when she could easily have just said thank you and left it at that. She said the bus drivers worked so hard having to comfort all the nervous kids and handling the unbehaved ones while driving. They deserve more than a thanks. I reminded her that this has embarrassed me in the past and I think her behavior is too extreme. I wouldn't want gifts from someone I don't know. She ignored how I felt. I contacted some people in my life to see if I was just the crazy one here and most of my friends and my mum agree. My wife's way of showing thanks just makes everyone uncomfortable. So, am I the butthole? I don't know, mate. Let me just let me f- figure it out really quickly. Yeah, to be fair, I actually completely agree. Because think about it. Would you rather have someone just, you know, give you a throwaway thank you comment or someone bake you some really nice cookies that probably took them hours to do? I know what I'd rather, you know? I really do. You're so right as well because, yeah, sometimes when you accept gifts from people you don't know, showing their gratitude, that can be really awkward. It's not a nice thing to have to go through, is it? And to be honest, I feel for the bus drivers. Think about it. Put yourself in their position. Free cookies from someone saying thank you. What horrible experience to have to go through. I feel bad for them. Now, my question is, how many people are going to believe that? I'm going I'm to go with a healthy 10%, maybe even more. Who knows? Now, moving on to our third post. Am I the butthole for not accepting my sister's relationship with my ex, despite her having cancer as a teenager? Honestly, as titles go, that has got to be up there. I am a 25-year-old woman. And my father married my 23-year-old stepsister's mother when I was four and she was three. We've lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and she was sick for about two years. She's since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. I quit my extracurriculars so I could get a job. The money went towards her bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to dances and any fun activities I did needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that, but I was swiftly punished. And I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex. 
We'll call him Ben when I'm a junior. We fall in love, blah, blah, blah. He and I move in together when we graduate. So we've been living together for about three years. We were serious until July when I walked into my bedroom and saw him with my sister. I broke it off. Tears were shed. He moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first, but then backed off. Now I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me asking for the money. Wow, that's the sort of person she is, crazy. She told my parents, who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben. Ben. Wait, really? Okay. Well, they brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine. And since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well, by that logic. They then told me that if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact. What am I re- They may have to go no contact with me. I reminded them that I'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view, but they are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her. For the record, I'm not jealous of her. I'm not upset that Ben picked her over me. I'm sad about the end of the relationship and I do feel betrayed, but Lord knows that I don't want to be with a cheater. What I am upset about though is the fact that my sister chose Ben over me. That she slept with him knowing he and I were in a long-term committed relationship and that she continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now, no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm a butthole and a selfish female dog. Okay, I was gonna end it there, guys, but look, there's an update and I've just had a little skim. It's it's mind-blowing. Here we go. Update. Sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. He told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant too, which means that she and Ben were screwing around for longer than I'd even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right. I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. This is where we're at. Anyhow, I called out of work, sick the rest of the day, and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol. Like, a lot of alcohol. And then start thinking about what the heck I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, probably one of the maddest posts I've ever read on this subreddit. I mean, goes without saying, you're obviously not the butthole. But I tell you what, your entire family definitely are. And by the way, can I just say, right, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that your sister went through something truly terrible. But there's going through something bad, and then there's being a terrible person to your sister afterwards. And by the way, having bad social skills, what has that got to do with having cancer? Sorry. Like, those two things are surely mutually exclusive. They don't really relate to one another. I don't understand it. Anyway, let's move on. And now for post four. Am I the butthole for not paying to change my father's gravely insulting gravestone? My father and mother had a very bitter marriage towards the end of his life. 
He had a long-running affair with another married co-worker and got her pregnant before he passed Sorry, are we foreshadowing the previous story or something? Anyway, he was planning to leave mum skip the country and move to canada to start a new life with her They had a house picked out and all he had moved out and was living with his co-worker when he suddenly died of a heart attack while having sex so i shouldn't laugh while having sex okay fine sorry that's um that's my immature humor right there sorry fellas divorce papers were never filed no legal separation they were in the process of moving all things legal but on paper they were still happily married now me and my siblings are already out of home our youngest sibling is 19 and is in college i work for a tech company and i'm currently back in my hometown helping my mum manage his estates well my mum was hurt and petty and marked his gravestone as in loving memory of john doe son husband father and adulterer my dad's family and his pregnant partner are mad and want me to fix it now i personally think it's fine that's who he was he was all of those things and since it's my mum's plot i can't do anything so am i the butthole imagine if all messages on gravestones or you know just words that are normally really nice had to actually be legit so for example say you buried your granddad and he just wasn't a nice person you had to write on the gravestone yeah he's a bit of a kid um and that was just there that'd be more fun wouldn't it as for this story i'll be honest i don't care i'm now just you know going through what i'd have on my gravestone you know what comment down below what do you reckon would be on it and now for our fifth post Am I the butthole for not letting my parents into my son's life after they secretly tested his DNA? I met my wife, Sonia, at a restaurant where she worked as a waitress. It took me a while to finally be her boyfriend. I introduced her to my parents and they voiced out their disapproval after meeting her. It's a wonderful start, it really is. My parents think that she's only using me to achieve her American dream. I told them that is racist and i'm very offended by their assumption after my wife accepted my marriage proposal we asked for both our family's blessings her parents were happy for us but my parents were gutted and refused to give their blessing because of this we decided to elope and only invited my brother and sonia's best friends to be our witnesses long story short now that we're two years married and after we welcomed our first child my parents started to reach out to us My kind-hearted wife didn't think twice to welcome my parents into our lives. She let them meet our baby two days after being discharged from the hospital. My parents visit us regularly, and one day, while dad and mum are playing with my son, Gareth, mum said something along the lines of, Aren't you the cutest baby ever? I'm so glad to confirm you are indeed my grandson. Now, she didn't know I was around because she looked startled when I said, What is that supposed to mean? Mum tried to change the subject, but I insisted that she tell me what she's talking about. She sat me down and apologized first before telling me that they had Gareth's DNA tested to make sure that he's mine. I was speechless for a moment, and before I blew up from anger, I told Dad to give me my son, and they better leave before I lose whatever respect I had left for them. My mum was very apologetic and said it's because they don't trust my wife and that our son looks nothing like me. I didn't argue anymore and i told them to just get out of my house my wife was in the kitchen preparing for lunch and i told her that my parents had an emergency and that's why they left without saying a word i didn't tell my wife about the whole dna test thing until after two weeks when she asked why mum and dad weren't visiting anymore i told her everything as i know i can't keep a secret from her she started crying 
and it broke my heart I know how much she tried to win my parents approval and what I told her was like a slap across her face That night she told me that she can no longer let my parents into our child's life and I actually agreed with her when mum called to ask when they can visit again, I told them they are no longer welcome in our son's life. Mum called my dad and I told him the same thing. He was livid. He called me ungrateful and cruel. He also said a few choice words about my wife, which angered me even more. I didn't even hear the rest because I just hung up. Did I overreact? Am I the butthole? Obviously not. I don't even need to comment on this. Let's move on to the final post. Okay, I lied. Now, the only reason I'm doing this little face camp is because I, I have got a, I've got a massive problem uh, with your son's name. It's 2021 and you call your son Gareth. Like, is your, is your son 56? It's, it's unbelievable to me, but that's just my personal opinion. So, you know what? You call your son what you want. Don't listen to me. I'm just uh, some bloke in his room. So... There you go. Turns out I won't be calling my son Gareth though. That's just for the record. Anyway, let's carry on. Sorry to interrupt. And now for our final post of this video. Can you believe it? You've made it all the way here. And you know what? I've saved the best to last. So aren't you lucky? Anyway, am I the butthole for telling my in-laws exactly where my husband was when I was in labor? I gave birth to my son 10 weeks ago. I went through an exhausting period while I was nearing my due dates. I was experiencing discomfort and wanted my husband by my side when I go into labor. But he'd go out every night to hang out at his friend's place and watch football games. I suggested that he play or watch games at home just in case, but he was having none of it and said he had to attend game night at his brother and friend's place along with their buddies. He said they had certain, how can I describe it? rituals when watching a game and that he can't enjoy doing it at home or anywhere else the night of our son's birth my water broke while my husband was at his buddy's place watching a game i called him and told him to get home and take me to the hospital he said he was coming but he didn't wow i ended up calling my sister who lives nearby and she took me to the hospital my husband showed up two hours later after he kept calling asking if i was still in labor saying that he was almost done watching the game this can't be real is this real if it is what the, what he was able to make it on time for our son's birth but i was furious with him mad and disappointed he apologized profoundly and has been working on regaining my trust and respect for him after what he's done he's otherwise very supportive and involved in our son's care last night i was at my in-laws house for dinner and we were talking about my son's birth date. My husband suddenly started recalling what happened that night. Basically, he started lying about driving me to the hospital, waiting, feeling stressed out, and standing on his feet for so long without food or even water. I was confused, and I just said, no, none of that's true. None of that happened, in fact. He was watching a game when I went into labor, and I wanted him to drive me to the hospital, but he didn't show up until two hours later. My mother-in-law, who takes no rubbish from anybody and whom everyone fears, lost it on him, yelling, asking him if that was true, and he kept quiet. She started berating him left and right, telling him to sit down and shut up when he stood up to argue, then told him to stand up when he was sitting arguing. Everyone was laughing at how she basically treated him as if he was a boy in trouble. Well, he was. She kept saying, shame, shame, shame on you. This is not how I raise my children to treat their wives. Jordan, you are a disgrace and I'm disappointed because of what I heard about you. He literally swallowed every bit of his mother's berating and didn't say anything till we got home, where he went nuts, 
saying that I made him look neglectful, a bad husband and father, by telling his family about where he was. And he said that I shouldn't have said anything, but I argued it wasn't okay for him to lie and play the hero in front of his parents. He said I just caused a rift between him and family and asked if I was happy now. So am I the butthole? Should I have not said anything? Well, listen, I'll be honest, watching football, not this like terrible american rubbish proper football with your mates is good fun and if you think about it you can always have another kid another time and hopefully if there's not a game on that evening you can go to the birth i I do kind of agree football has to take precedence at some points you know what it's just a fact and also think about this he actually got there for the birth so he missed nothing nothing at all don't know why you're complaining about it don't know why his mum's berating him i salute him i hope your team won sir am i the butthole for demanding that my son's stepdad pay for the xbox he threw in the pool i am a father of a 16 year old son called adam his mother and i have been separated since he was six adam is always happy to spend time at my place as part of the custody agreements he hates his stepdad and calls him controlling he puts strict rules on adam and punishes him for long periods of time over small mistakes He doesn't give him allowance like I do or let his mum give him any money So adam started working to be able to buy the stuff he wants now adam always wanted to buy an xbox But couldn't afford the full price. So I told him whatever he saved I was willing to pay double and he was able to buy a new xbox for the first time weeks ago I got an angry phone call from his stepdad asking why the heck I bought adam an xbox knowing it's not allowed at his house First of all, I told him that Adam paid for the Xbox with his hard-earned money. And second of all, that it's his mum's house, so he can't dictate what is and what isn't allowed. He went on about how the Xbox is a distraction tool for Adam from his school and chores. But I assured him that Adam is responsible with time and can manage and balance just fine. He suggested I keep the Xbox at my house and that Adam can come over to play. But I said that that's not up to me. Clearly, I got him angry enough, so he warned me about the consequences of seeing Adam playing with the Xbox and ignoring his duties. I hung up immediately. Two days later, Adam called and was freaking out, saying his stepdad had a rage fit and threw his Xbox in the pool as a punishment for Adam playing it instead of mowing the lawn. I was in dismay. I went over to his mum's house to see what was going on, but I didn't find her. Instead, I found Adam crying and I confronted his stepdad and he said he'd had to do it because Adam was being neglectful with his chores and said that this was the result of built-up resentments because of Adam's continuous lack of responsibility. I argued that even if he thought Adam was being irresponsible with his playing time, throwing the Xbox in the pool was unhinged of him because he could have hidden it for all I know. He yelled that he gets to decide what punishment fits and went on about how he was just trying to help Adam become a responsible young man. I was tired of this and I told Adam to pack up his stuff and go to my place. His stepdad firmly said he wouldn't allow it and that I was preventing him from performing his duties as a father and an authority figure. But I told him, you need to pay for a new Xbox. He argued that I was delusional to expect him to pay for something he doesn't want in his house in the first place. But I said that was enough, then left. Adam's mother came and argued with me, saying her husband made a mistake, but I shouldn't have taken Adam out of the house. I asked if she was happy with how his stepdad was treating him. And she said that's tough love because he wouldn't have done this if he didn't care. I blatantly said that her husband was just being an overbearing, power-tripping control freak and told her that Adam is staying with me and we're expecting a new Xbox. 
She told the family I was stopping her from seeing Adam. All right, guys, get down in the comments. What do you lot think? Is OP the butthole or not? I'll give you three seconds to write something down. I lied. I'm not waiting around, especially not for you. Um, I think that OP is definitely not the butthole. I mean, if you chuck someone's Xbox into a pool for no legitimate reason, as you said, you genuinely could have just hidden it and it would have had the same effect. Then yeah, you got to buy a new one. Pretty obvious. And now moving on to our second post. Am I the butthole for telling my entire family that my cousin's child-free wedding isn't 100% child-free and refusing to attend? I need some insight to see if I'm in the wrong because I really don't feel like I am. I am a 32-year-old woman and I just received an invite to my cousin, Alex, who is a 30-year-old woman's wedding. It stated on the invite that the wedding would be child-free. I'm not new to child-free weddings, but what has me frustrated is the fact that there will be children at the wedding. Alex plans on having her and her future husband's nieces and nephews at their wedding. I overheard her asking her sister if her niece could be the flower girl at a family get-together. Now, this confused me because child-free means no children. So, I called Alex and asked. I told her and said that if her nieces and nephews are going, then my five-year-old daughter, who is similar in age to her nieces and nephews, should be allowed to go too. Alex said that only those in the bridal party are the exception and that she wants her nieces and nephews at the wedding. When I asked why they could come and not my daughter, she said it's because she knows her niece and nephews are well behaved, so there will be no issues. She also knows her sister and brother-in-law's parents very well. And to top it off, she's a teacher who wants a day where she doesn't have to deal with the children of others. She also just said that she's closer to them. I told her that her reasoning was ridiculous because child-free means no kids, including her nieces and nephews. Alex then told me that I was more than welcome to decline the invites, so I did. I ended up venting to my mother, who is married to Alex's dad's brother, and while she didn't agree with Alex, she said she could understand her feelings. However, my dad didn't like it and called her dad, my uncle Mitch, asking why my daughter couldn't come. Now, Mitch told my dad that it is Alex's wedding and said that she can do as she pleases. He also said that cousins are not the same as nieces and nephews, especially since they're in the bridal party. My dad said that since Mitch is paying for it, he should talk Alex into allowing children. But he declined and said that he and my aunt don't believe paying for the wedding gives them a say. And even if it did, he agrees with Alex. This upset my dad. So he then told other family members. Now, several members are upset that Alex and her future husband's nieces and nephews will be there, but no one else is allowed to bring their children. We've got a fairly large family and we all watch each other's children. So finding childcare will be difficult. Most of the family say it's Alex's wedding and her reasons make sense. But I and some of my cousins are refusing to attend. Alex doesn't seem to care one way or the other. One cousin told Alex she was bringing her child anyway. To which Alex said, make sure you wear sneakers so it's easier on your feet as you're escorted back to your car. Which is how we found out that she's having the security guard from her school checking the guest list and that he knows to not let any children in. So, am I the butthole? Oh wow, this one's a bit hard, isn't it? Oh wait, no, it isn't. Um, it's like obvious Who posts this sort of like seriously? It's the most dumb post I've ever seen in my life It's alex's wedding you stupid mug Obviously she can do what she wants if she wants no kids But if she wants kids that she likes it's her wedding man. She can do that 
Crazy, I know. And also, why are you being like a grammar Nazi and going over the exact specifics of calling it child-free and therefore having to have no children at all? It just means that you can't bring your annoying little kid, mate. That's it. She can bring hers and her nieces and nephews that she likes and those aren't going to be a problem. And by the way, want to be heavily involved in the wedding as part of the bride party or whatever. But not your little rats. They can stay out. And now for our third post. Am I the butthole for reminding my husband's friend that I make three times his salary? My husband has a friend called Mike who fancies himself the wolf of Wall Street. Mike got some money when his grandpa passed away, about 150K, and he blew it all very quickly in get-rich-quick schemes as well as trying out day trading. He's currently working in a call center while still trying to make it big. He's got no inheritance money left. The issue is that Mike is really bad at making financial decisions, and so he keeps losing money. But that doesn't stop him from repeating over and over that next year he'll make his first million. He's been saying this for five years. I wouldn't mind his attitude as much, except he constantly belittles me and my husband, looking down on us for our car when he doesn't have one, or saying that smart people work for themselves as a dig at our jobs. He finally made money last week, about 2000, and he came over for dinner. He was on a huge high from making money and was more arrogant than usual, talking about how he was going to buy a really expensive car and wouldn't be caught dead with the car we own. He then kept saying, I made 2K in 15 minutes. Nobody else at this table can say that. He then proceeded to try and give us financial advice, which consisted of him putting down mine and my husband's jobs. He makes the same amount as my husband and way less than me. I got fed up with this attitude and said, Mike, we didn't make 2015 minutes, but I do make 100,000 a year, which is about three times what you make. And I never blow 150K. So I really don't think you're in a position to advise on finances. He stormed out and said I was a butthole. My husband thinks I should have been nicer since I know how he is. So am I? Again, of course, absolutely not. But realistically, I don't even know why I'm commenting on this story. I don't care about anyone involved. The truth is that if you add up all their salaries of all three people involved in this story and times it by 10, you still haven't got to my yearly salary. And that's the truth, guys. I'll be completely honest. That is the truth. So why am I even bothering to comment on these guys? These absolute losers making six figures. Jesus, get a better job. Can I put that in? Who cares? And by the way, before all you lot like go down to the comments and say stop flexing and stop being arrogant, etc., etc. Obviously, that is actually true. So yeah, I was flexing. Deal with it. And now for our final post of today's R slash Am I the Butthole episode. Am I the butthole for not following my husband's new religious beliefs? Me and my husband, who are about 30 years old, met in college and have been married for six years. My husband was raised in a strict evangelical household, but broke away from those beliefs around the time we met. We had what I thought was a very happy marriage until my husband's father passed away in early 2021. He received a cancer diagnosis and was gone a few weeks later. My husband was and is very understandably completely devastated. He'd remained very close to his father despite no longer following the religious beliefs of his childhood My husband decided to honor his father's memory by rejoining his church Unfortunately, it is one of those churches that forbids many things I find fun and relatively harmless and classifies them as addictions or tools of satan For example before his father's passing my husband and I enjoyed having a glass of wine or cocktail now and then maybe a couple times a week. And we also enjoyed weed or edibles legally once every month or two. But 
After joining the church, my husband decided he was an alcoholic and drug addict. He also decided that his occasional prawn use, we enjoyed it together to spice things up now and then, was also an addiction. He's now insisting that I'm also an addict because I don't want to give all these things up. I tried to meet him halfway. Look, I don't care about weed and I'm fine never using it again. And I agreed not to drink at home if my husband truly wanted to have a sober household. But I said that I would still want to have an occasional drink when out with friends. I will admit I like written erotica, which he never thought was a problem until he became religious. He also threw away my vibrator, saying it was an instrument of the devil. The latest is that my husband's pastor told him video games, all games that is, not just M-rated ones, are sinful. And now my husband is insisting that I have a video game addiction and that I need treatment. Gaming is a main hobby for me, probably around 8-10 to hours a week. It's not an addiction in my view, just something that I really enjoy. I work full-time, cook, clean, exercise, etc. I'm not neglecting anything else in my life, except respect for my husband's new beliefs, I guess, by gaming. My husband wants me to start going to church with him. He says he will go to couples counseling, but only through his church, not to a secular counselor. I told him that I understand that he's grieving and struggling and that I want to be kind and supportive. And if it really helps, we can keep alcohol and weed out of the house, but I'm not going to become an evangelical. Unlike him, I was raised with atheist parents and I'm not going to restrict myself to activities that he finds acceptable under his religious beliefs. I also asked him to please stop labeling habits he doesn't like as addiction. Of course, he now thinks I'm a butthole for being mean to him while he's grieving. Most of our family members and friends also think I should do what he asks in the name of being supportive. So am i the butthole okay well look this one is actually slightly tough i would say because you can't really put yourself in that position unless you've gone through it before personally my husband's father has never died and my husband hasn't then turned evangelical so unfortunately i can't really give much of an opinion however i would say that op clearly you understand what's going on here and it's not as if you're saying oh no don't do any of that i'm not supporting you in any of that you know what he's going through obviously and it's also very clear by what you've written here that you understand that you need to be supportive of your husband It's not as if you're neglecting everything that he's just, you know, found again. But yeah, I think it is like just finding that middle point. But it's quite hard to, I guess, at the moment with your husband. Maybe for a period of time, you could go a little bit further, maybe a little bit further than you'd like to, just to appease your husband and support him whilst he's going through such a bad, you know, period of time. Then eventually come back towards a sort of middle ground once your husband, you know, gets a little bit better and gets over it a little bit more. I don't know. In the same way, you don't just want to sacrifice everything that you enjoy doing. And to be honest, some of the stuff your husband is saying is actually kind I'm mad like you're not addicted to games you play them for eight to ten hours a week and if you are then i'm in big trouble let me tell you that for sure and by the way so are all of you i'm guessing am i the butthole for refusing to share my pregnant wife's diet i a 27 year old man am a nutritionist and fitness trainer my 23 year old wife is a stay-at-home wife she's now five months pregnant my mum came to our home to help my wife out as she is having a difficult pregnancy She's being made to eat only green leafy vegetables, other veggies, rice, Indian flatbread, lentils, and curd. My mum makes bland food for her since she's unable to keep anything down. My mum is also very strict about her not eating too many oils, sweets, junk, etc. I make separate food containing meats, eggs, milk, spices, etc. for myself and my mum. 
Now, me and my mum do the household chores since my wife is unable to do anything due to severe nausea, bloating, and acidity. My wife has started to feel bad because she's stuck eating bland food while we eat spice food containing meat. I try consoling her by telling her that it's just for four more months, but she said since she's likely to have a C-section, she'll not be allowed to have anything but bland food for two months more at least. My mum said she'll have to eat it for longer than that as eating spicy and non-vegetarian vegetarian food is bad for nursing women my wife then told me she wants me to give her company by eating the same food as her i refused because i prefer animal protein over plant protein i however told her that i'd stop eating junk foods sweets etc she's now mad at me saying that i'm selfish for not even sacrificing my current food habits for her so Am I the butthole? Okay, but seriously, guys, where do I even begin with this one? There's just so much to unpack. I've always presumed that a pregnant woman normally decides what she wants to eat and it's not forced upon her by her boyfriend or her boyfriend's mum. Clearly, I'm wrong there. I'm not a nutritionist and this guy is, so he must be doing something right. But in all seriousness, though, um, not changing your diet to accommodate your pregnant wife is actually mental. Yes, clearly, OP is the butthole. Let's move on. Now, moving on to our next post. Am I the butthole for choosing to work at home when my Zoom meetings annoy my husband? My employer has given the employees the choice of working at home or going into the office. Personally, I feel that it's safer to stay at home given what's still going on and it's about half and half of my co-workers who've decided to stay home or go to the office. The problem and conflict is that I often have two or three one-hour Zoom meetings per day. I use headphones, but I do talk during part of them. I close the door, but the noise bothers my husband, who's in the other room. He's also at home all day since he's unemployed. He keeps telling me that I'm selfish to stay at home and bother him when I could choose to go work in the office. And he says that I'm just too lazy to go to the office and waves off my health concerns as paranoid. I do feel guilty because he gets really upset by the noise and says that it's hard for him to focus on stuff he's reading when he hears me talking. Am I wrong? Should I go into the office a few days a week? Now, I have had quite a few comments telling me that I should tell my husband to look for a job, but he told me he doesn't want to until COVID is over which is a bit weird since he says that I'm paranoid about it. Overall, he makes me feel guilty a lot, which is why I came on here. Lately, he's been getting upset that our place isn't clean enough. We don't sleep in the same room, but he comes in and inspects my room every day. And today he was upset about the noise again. What a bloke. That is my conclusion. Not only is your husband clearly the butthole in this story and you obviously are not OP, but also leave that man when you can. And I've got a plan. Come and live with me because uh, I don't make any noise when I record. Honestly, if my family got annoyed by my noise, I'd have been out of this house about two years ago. That is for sure. I am an extremely loud person, especially when I'm recording. So uh, yeah, accommodate your wife who's working, by the way. But who cares about that? Yeah, honestly, just get rid of the bloke. Am I the butthole for getting annoyed with my friend's vegan boyfriend? On Sunday, my friend and her boyfriend came over for a roast dinner. Now, roast dinner, for those of you losers that are outside of the UK, is beef, Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, veg, and gravy. And by the way, must I say, yes, I must, it's lovely. Uh, If you haven't tried it and you're in another country, it's delicious. My friend's boyfriend is a vegan, and I thought that this would be a fun challenge. Now, making a roast is a lot of work but I didn't want meat eaters to miss out for one vegan, so I made two completely different dinners. I researched the best possible way to make a vegan version that's still yummy for him. I spent a fortune on the vegan alternatives. I didn't mind though, as I invited them over and was game for a new cooking challenge. Anyway, 
I served the dinners feeling pretty proud of myself and the boyfriend didn't even mention the meal Just said thanks at the end now I was a little bit miffed that he overlooked the work that I put into his dinner, but whatever anyway I made a non-vegan and vegan desserts a large creme brulee and for him a chocolate pudding thing that was vegan I also had chocolate sour, etc, which were not vegan and I offered coffees The boyfriend asked for a coffee with regular milk as he fancied a treat Now I must have pulled a face. There's no way that I didn't and I said Okay, see i'm really angry at this point considering the effort I went to respect his diet requirements I return with coffees and he is scoffing my part of the creme brulee leaving me with his vegan desserts I said that wasn't vegan and he went eh doesn't matter Now I kind of lost my head at this point and pointed out how rude it was of him to ask for his dinner To be 100% vegan as far as not cooking potatoes in certain things And how I went above and beyond trying to make his meal pleasant for him to throw it in my face He laughed and said chill. It's not that big of a deal Anyway, he thinks i'm a huge butthole and his girlfriend my friend is conflicted and in an awkward position If i've been the butthole i'd apologize to clear the air for my friend But I feel that he should oh and by the way a little edit at the end here So when op initially first invited them for dinner My friend said that her boyfriend was a vegan and gave me his number He texted to say please no mixing etc of meats and animal produce But then he does that wow All right, let me just caveat what i'm about to say by first of all saying I have nothing against vegans or anyone that has a different or you know abnormal sort of diet That's completely fine But if you're like pushing that diet onto somebody else and knowing that that's going to make them change their plans Or you know their recipes and make them put more effort into the dinner Then you go to that dinner and you don't even care about it and you just eat whatever you want anyway That is so disrespectful. That is crazy It's just sad as well because clearly like op has actually enjoyed putting the effort into making a meal specifically for you and then you just throw it back in her face and just scoff her creme brulee in front of her why now for our next post am i the butthole for refusing to babysit my sister's kids any further after her son lied to her about me my sister is a single mother with two children an 11 and a seven-year-old the seven-year-old is a boy while the other is a girl Now she works a lot and doesn't have a lot of money to afford babysitting So I started watching her kids for her for free There was an incident one day where the seven-year-old had gotten mad at me because I wouldn't let him jump on the couch I explained to him that he could get hurt and he threw a tantrum, which was normal. It's what young kids do Well around the time my sister gets home He starts suddenly bawling his eyes out and running towards her I'm confused as he was just fine a second ago but followed behind him to greet her He immediately starts on a rant about how I had a man in the house and how neither him or his sister had eaten at all that day Now my sister was rightfully fuming and started asking questions I shook my head said he was lying and that she had cameras So we should probably just sit down and watch them She said no and that I needed to go before she called the police So I left A few hours later, she calls me and apologizes, saying she watched the footage and saw no man enter the house at all and that she'd seen that her son had refused to eat the dinner I made them. She asked when could I come by next as she hoped I understood the misunderstanding, but I said I'd no longer be babysitting for her. She said that he's just seven and that kids lie all the time, but I still refused. We went back and forth over the phone insulting each other and that was that. Now my mother thinks i'm being ridiculous for being mad at a kid, but it's more than that I could have gotten in trouble if the police had shown up and he was saying what he said 
So, am I the butthole? Yeah, this one is actually quite tough. I don't really know. I mean, you're not the butthole, right? First of all, because, you know, it's a pretty horrible thing that's happened to you. But then again, is the seven-year-old, is it really his fault? Like, he's only seven. We've all done bad things when we we're kids. I can remember lying about stupid stuff when I was seven. Maybe not as stupid and complex as this, to be fair. I mean, what a lie he's made up is really brilliant to see. And I, I really admire his invention. But it's not like the worst thing, is it? He's only seven. He doesn't really have much common sense yet, clearly. He'll get more understanding as he gets older. And yeah, it was just a weird thing to say at the time but he's seven i think easiest way to deal with this is just you know have a little break tell the kid he's stupid um maybe don't give him any food for a week and then come back and do some more babysitting simple answer really now for our next post am i the butthole for refusing to give up my seat on a flight to a person who has a guide dog and is visiting a family member in hospital due to the fact that i have a dog allergy i won't be going into specifics in this story since i'd rather avoid being identified I have a severe dog allergy. I can have varying degrees of severity when it comes to my reactions when I'm exposed to dogs. In short, being in a closed environment with a dog is out of the question. Earlier today, I was boarding my flight with my friends since we're all going on vacation together. As I'm boarding, I find that one of the passengers is boarding with a golden retriever with a guide dog vest on it. I want to make it clear that I'm not questioning whether this was a guide dog or not. This was also a fairly small plane since the flight would only take around an hour as mentioned I cannot be in a confined space with a dog I tell one of the flight attendants my concerns since I could have potentially ended up in hospital If I had to fly with this dog the flight attendant informed the woman with the dog who goes into hysterics Saying that she is visiting a sick family member and can't afford to miss her flight Now i'm not sure how sick the family member in question was or is yeah, uh, to be honest mate. That's not that important. Uh, you shouldn't have said that Wow, the flight attendant asked if i'd be willing to miss this flight and catch the next one That would be leaving in around two hours I was offered a seat in first class if I was willing to do this I said that unfortunately I wouldn't be able to do this since I'd paid for my vacation Due to the size of the plane the dog wouldn't be able to go in the holds The woman started insulting my character saying that I was heartless for putting my vacation over her sick family member Yeah, she's got a very good point there my friend So I got on the plane and sat with my friends as I did this a woman in a nearby seat Told me that she wanted to inform me that I am the biggest idiot that i've ever met I didn't respond since I didn't want to cause a confrontation Now my friends haven't said i'm in the wrong But they have kept making sarcastic jokes about the situation So Am I the butthole? Uh, Let me just think about that for a second. Yes. Yes, you are my friend. Well, not my friend I wouldn't be mates with you. You just are. Okay. Look, first of all You're the only one on that plane who has a problem with a dog being on board Look, nothing you can do about it fine, but it is like your issue It's no one else's issue and that woman not only needs her guide dog of course But she's also traveling to something much more important than you if anyone's gonna miss their flight It's gonna have to be you here, mate. It really has to now second of all you're being offered an upgrade a first-class flight in two hours time It's your issue in the first again. It's your issue, right? You have to take that flight and ultimately I think you should have been forced to take it You're the one that's stopping her from getting on the plane. Nobody else cares and I get that you have your reason But yeah, you should be the one that is forced to, to miss the flight not her that is crazy Wow and now for our final post of this episode Am I the butthole for refusing to give my daughter her room back? I'm a father of two Natalie, age 24, and Jonathan, age 17. Jonathan had mobility issues throughout his childhood and it got worse as he grew up. 
He became a full-time wheelchair user two years ago after he had a serious accident that left him in a worse state than he was before. Natalie moved out of college at the age of 18 and then moved in with her now ex-boyfriend. Now, I need to mention that because Natalie is my oldest, she had the bigger room in the house. Jonathan had the smaller room, which was fine by him, but now it's different. With the major change in his life and needing a wheelchair to move around, I've considered moving him into Natalie's old room that she hasn't used in years. I first called her to let her know, and she gave me the green light to go ahead and do what's best for her brother and make his life easier. I renovated it and added things in to accommodate Jonathan's needs, and it costs money. Remember, that was almost two years ago. A few days ago, Natalie called, saying she had a huge fight with her now ex after she caught him with someone and was staying at the hotel. We talked a little, and she asked me to empty her bedroom and move Jonathan back to his old room because she wanted hers back and said it'd be cool if her mum and I prepare it for when she moves in with us. I was taken aback completely. I said I can't move Jonathan out since he needs the room. I explained he needs the space to move freely, but she said it's her room no matter how many years she's been away from it. I called her unreasonable and reminded her that she said I could give the room to Jonathan, but she said she wants it and expects to have it back now. We went back and forth on this issue and I refused to give it back to her. She threw a fit saying I should be supporting her and giving her shelter in this hard time. And I replied that I know she's struggling and she's welcome to come, but the room was off limits. She got more upset saying I was favoring Jonathan over her and got my wife feeling guilty, saying she'll be staying at the hotel till we tell her her room was ready for her, which I declined to do and said she could just stay there then. This morning, I found out my wife's been sending her money to pay for her hotel stay and she's been telling the family that I'm keeping her out of the house. In my defense, I told them Natalie wants the room, but Jonathan needs it. And I already spent money on renovating it. Yeah, this one is extremely simple. I mean, ultimately, if you own the house OP, you can do whatever you want with the rooms anyway. And yeah, maybe Natalie wants the room back, but it's not really her room. It's your house. And by the way, Jonathan needs the space. Like, come on, clearly your daughter is just, you know, a little bit messed up has no common sense screwed in the head very very selfish and ignorance i don't know just insert any of those phrases there and it probably works for her my god i mean look your brother is disabled and in a wheelchair and you want your old room back that has been renovated to cater to him and all his needs it's very very crazy once again i feel like i'm saying crazy after every single one of these posts but this one especially how stupid are you natalie you stupid f- right Can I say that? I can, because she is one. Am I the butthole for laughing at my vets? I currently own two cats and work at a pet supply store. I took my two cats to the vet today to get their yearly shots and checkup. The vet asked about the kind of litter and litter box they use and then about their diets, which is when I told him they were on raw food diets. And there was dead silence. I'm well aware of vets being against raw food diets as my entire family feeds their animal raw food and they've all been given the talk before. But this is the first time where I'm actually very aware of different kibble brands and the ingredients. So the vet starts their talk on how it's not a good diet for them, they're lacking, it's not good on their digestive tract, etc. And I very calmly waited for them to be done and had planned on just blowing them off. But they then recommended a kibble brand that is absolutely terrible. 
Protein is only listed once in the ingredients and it's only a byproduct and it's third on the list. So instead, I started laughing and essentially told them they are delusional if they think I'm going to switch my cats from a high protein, no added ingredient superfood diet to absolute garbage kibble food. If he really thinks that, then he needs to go back to school and learn what is actually healthy for a cat. And even though I didn't mention it, I am well aware of the fact that most vets in my city are getting kickbacks for supporting this brand. Wow, aren't you lot lucky? Starting off today's video with possibly the worst story I've ever read in my life. I mean, no doubt about it personally, OP is 100% the butthole there. I mean, the amount of bullshit that this story contains, in my opinion, right? I, mean, I don't know this for sure, but sh surely a lot of this is just complete bull. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, first of all, thinking that a vet wouldn't want the best for your animal. Now, that's literally what, the that's, the that's what they're trained for. They're not going to just be chatting shit, are they? They're not going to lie to your face. And also, what's this kickback bull? Th that just doesn't exist. That would be like the biggest fraudulent thing ever if they were getting kicked back from a product that wasn't good enough for the animal That just wouldn't happen. I've never even had a dog or a cat and I know that's not true Like come on, that's the biggest load of bullshit ever and second of all just laughing at somebody who clearly knows more than you Yeah, congratulations. You work at a pet shop pal. I don't care I really don't care. This person's like a, a qualified vet. So they're going to know a little bit more than you. And there's a reason why they've told all of your family members to stop feeding your pets this. Probably because it's not optimal for them. Unbelievable. It really is. What a start to the vid. And now moving on to our second post. I got mad at my wife because she caused me to fail an important interview. Am I the butthole? I am a 27-year-old man and my wife, who is 24, have been married for three years. She is six months pregnant. I've been looking for a job with better pay since my wife said that she wanted to be a stay-at-home mum after the birth. Today, I had this interview for a position at a very good IT company, which would be paying me triple my current salary. There were a lot of measures taken to prevent malpractice. I was not allowed to look anywhere but the screen, etc. And the test was conducted on an online platform. So I told my mum numerous times before the exam about the strict invigilation. Just 15 minutes after the test started, my wife started knocking on my study door and calling out my name, saying she wanted me to open a jar. I ignored her because I would be disqualified from the interview if I looked anywhere else or spoke. I figured she'd get the hint that I couldn't talk, but she didn't. And she yelled at me, calling me a butthole, and went on to talk to her friends on call. It didn't stop at the calls. She then played loud music for her online dance yoga class. It was extremely distracting, and I made a lot of mistakes in the exam. It was a multiple choice question based test, so I got the results immediately. And as expected, I'd miserably failed it. I was livid at my wife. This was the fifth interview that she'd ruined like this. I told her that I give up on trying to make her life easier and that I'm not ready to go looking for any more jobs since she doesn't even want to maintain silence during my important interviews. I told her to start working again after the birth and that I'm okay paying for a nanny or a babysitter. She said that I'm being unreasonable and expecting perfect silence at home. So am i the butthole i mean no obviously not i don't even think i need to say that but also like it's not as if you're expecting your wife to be silent 24 7 it's just why you're doing this one-off test for an interview that would significantly improve your lives and allow your wife to do what she wants stay at home and look after your kid so weird like i imagine a lot of you watching or listening right now have done some of these online tests or you know online interviews or even like zoom classes you do kind of need silence otherwise it's a little bit distracting i know myself that i've done a lot of these practical online invigilation sort of tests and even when i lived with four of my mates who were quite loud people at university even they 
were quiet when I was doing these because they realized I need a bit of silence. It's not that hard, is it? I do the same for them. I did the same for them. We all did these little tests online trying to get placement jobs or whatever before I did YouTube. It's not that hard to be quiet for what? An hour? Two hours? Once a week? Maximum? I mean, seriously. What a ridiculous, ridiculous woman. I mean, part of me would suggest that maybe she doesn't want you to get this job, but then also I don't see how that would help her at all. Like she would then be forced to go and get a job herself. I don't know. It's very, very weird. Is she jealous? No, because that wouldn't make sense. I just don't know why she'd do this. And now for our third post. Am I the butthole for calling the police on my clients? I am a 28-year-old woman and I do babysitting on the weekends to make some extra cash. There's one family I definitely should have faced out by now, but the kids are cute, and if I don't have another job, it is easy money. My issue is, the mum is never home on time. She used to not give me return times, but finally I started asking, as it made it impossible to get anything done on the weekends. I'd go babysit so she could go to brunch, but she'd be gone from 11am to 7pm. My whole day was gone. After that, she'd start giving me times, but never stick to them. She wouldn't even call to tell me. She would just stay out. On Saturday, I got to her house at 6 and she was supposed to be home by 9. I told her she needed to be on time because I had plans to go out with friends. I was even getting ready at their house after I put the kids to bed. She promised. Of course, though, 9 rolls around and she's not home. I call her, no response. Text, no response. Another hour, nothing. Still calling and texting. Finally, it's midnight. By this point, my plans are long ruined, but I'm annoyed and exhausted. I call her and leave a voicemail saying if she's not home in the next hour, I'm considering the kids abandoned and calling the cops. I also text her this. I try calling her 30 minutes later and it goes to voicemail on the second ring. I text her again and she leaves me on red. If she'd reached out saying, hey, I'm staying out until this time, I would have stayed. I don't know any of her family, nor the father of the kids, so I can't call them. I gave her a grace period of 15 minutes and tried calling again. Finally, I called the cops, the non-emergency line. They showed up, and I showed our agreements in text from earlier in the week, confirming that she'd be home by 9. They tried contacting her, she didn't answer. I was dismissed, and they took the children to the police station. I go home and go to bed. I'm awoken at 3am by a frantic call. It's her. Where are the kids? Why am I not here? I tell her I follow through on my threats. Check the police station. She cursed me out. I hung up and went back to bed. The next day, she sends me an essay saying the kid's father was called and there's a DCF investigation launched against her. She called me every name under the sun, but I didn't think I was wrong until I spoke to a friend with kids. She said I should have just waited her out and then refused to ever sit for her again. She asked if her potentially losing her kids was worth me being petty. Yeah, very interesting way of looking at it. And to be honest with you, I do actually kind of agree with her friend on this one. Like I put myself in this position. Is there any way that I'd ever call the police? No, I just wouldn't. That's just not something I would do. I would just wait until she come come back, to be honest. Yeah, of course, I would charge her for the overtime and the extra hours that I was doing. But realistically, would I call the police for this? No way. I just, I just wouldn't even think of doing that, to be completely honest with you. Now, I'm reading through the comments here, and the majority of people are saying that OP was not the butthole by doing this. And to be fair, I don't think you necessarily were the butthole OP by calling the police. You had your reasons, completely fine. I'm just saying I don't think that I would do that. The mum, by the way, is a total cow. I'm just saying I don't think it would be worth calling the police. Yeah, just wait till she comes back. Stay the night if you have to. 
It's not ideal, but look, it's got to be done. It has to be done. Sorry. The last thing I'll say on this is that, yeah, I'm not blaming OP, but you probably could have seen the red flags a little bit earlier here. Like, as you say, this isn't the first time this has happened. She's done this multiple times in the past, not giving you return dates, coming back much later than the time she set. Now, look, I'm not saying that you saw this coming or anything like that. I'm, I'm not, honestly. This was always a distinct possibility, and calling the police just seems a little bit extreme to me. That's all. Guys, I accept, though, my opinion there might be in the minority, so look. Comment down below. Do you disagree with me? All good. All healthy. Let me know why. And now moving on to our fourth am I the butthole post. Am I the butthole for losing weight before my sister's wedding? I, a 28-year-old woman, used to be quite overweight. Over the last year or so, I have made many changes in my life and have successfully lost almost 100 pounds. Now, look, I'm not sure this is right, but in my head, I've got that about 40 kilograms which is insane. I don't live close to any of my family and don't post on social media. So my family wasn't really aware of my weight loss. I did mention that I was making healthier choices, but that's it. It's just that every time before that I've tried to lose weight, it hasn't worked out. So I didn't want anyone commenting on it. Well, it certainly has this time. I mean, you've lost over half my weight. That that is unbelievable. Well done. My younger sister, who is 26, got engaged last year and I'm super happy for her. Due to circumstances, the wedding had to be pushed back a little. It's happening a week from now. And because I haven't seen everyone in so long, I decided to come down two weeks earlier to help out and catch up. Well, when I came to see my family, my sister freaked out upon seeing me. As it turns out, she's gained a bit of weight. Not super noticeable to me, she still looks great. But I think this is the first time in our lives that I'm smaller than her. I've always been the fat sister. She basically accused me of trying to upstage her and my parents are fully taking her side. I'm really not sure if I'm in the wrong here as so many of my family are taking her side of things. So am I the butthole for losing weight before my sister's wedding? What? No, and and your family should be happy for you. Any normal person would be happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'd invite you to my wedding. I'd be glad you were there. Do you want to come to my wedding? I'd love to see you. And that's not a joke. How can you not be proud of that? Losing 100 pounds, about 45 kg. That's insane. Congratulations to you. Any normal person would be delighted for you. Your family clearly are not normal. Uh, But generally though, like when I get married, you're the first name on the the guest list. And that's not actually a joke. So uh, leave your contact details in the comments. Thanks, OP. Imagine she actually actually watched this video now. I was like, I actually really do want to come. Well, you're invited, so there you go. And now for our final Am I the Butthole post of this episode. Now, don't even think, before I start reading this, of clicking off. Because I have saved the best till last. And by best... I mean, probably the worst. There's a reason it's fifth. But you know what? Don't worry. You're invested now. Here we go. Am I the butthole for telling my dad that I'm not his replacement wife? I am 16 and my mum passed away recently. My brother, who is 14, and dad are so devastated by this tragic loss and we are struggling. Now, I have basically found myself handling all chores and work around the house. My brother is too traumatized. He hasn't been talking since the funeral and my dad hasn't been lifting a finger and doing a single thing. He started making requests from cleaning the messy living room, he sleeps on the couch, to picking up dirty laundry, to doing dishes, cooking or ordering food, walking the dogs, vacuuming, doing repairs, mowing the lawn, washing the car since my brother stopped doing it. I'm too exhausted oftentimes. Mum used to do the chores and I used to help but I've got school and after school commitments and my dad keeps negatively commenting on how I get things done 
comparing me to my mum, like how much time I take to make breakfast, etc. That is horrible. Yesterday, he woke me up at 6 a.m., even though he told me to skip school and he wanted me to make breakfast. I scrambled eggs and prepared other dishes, then went to wake my brother up. I set the table, and once dad sat down, he looks at the scrambled eggs and goes, What is this? This is not the right way to make scrambled eggs. Your mother used to make perfect scrambled eggs. Did you not learn anything from her at all? How are we supposed to survive if you can't even properly make scrambled eggs? He then looks at my brother and says, We're doomed. I snap and loudly tell him I'm not his replacement wife and don't expect me to do this and that for him. He looks at me stunned and my brother rushes out immediately. Dad starts telling me how cruel and insensitive what I just said and how out of line I was. I replied that I was too tired to make the perfect scrambled eggs my mum used to make and that maybe if he as a parent had tried to learn, we wouldn't be suffering right now. He gets up, throws the towel and walks out. My aunt came to visit and when I told her what happened, she went off saying I should have never said that to my grieving dad and that I should be ashamed of myself for talking to him like that. So am I the butthole? All right, then, bit of a deep story to end today's episode. I've got to say, obviously, OP, no, you are not the butthole. I mean, yeah, if you have no context and you just take what you said in isolation, like I believe your aunt probably has done, yeah, you come across as a little bit, you know, rude. It's not a nice thing to have said in isolation. But with all the context of you doing absolutely everything around the house, your dad doing nothing and demanding that you do all the chores that your dead mum used to do, that's, that is so crazy. Like, pretty much what I mean is I don't really blame your aunt for saying you shouldn't have said that because yeah in isolation you shouldn't have said that but with context of course you would say that like i'd be furious you can't expect me to do everything with my dead mum's stuff that's crazy i'm grieving as well not just you and my brother i've got to grieve as well insane and by the way i'm not trying to say that your dad should just be going back to normal or taking over all the jobs that your mum used to do because of course he probably feels absolutely awful and will do for a long period of time but It's so unfair for him to put all of that onto you, that massive workload, while he just sits there doing nothing. And again, not saying he shouldn't be sitting there doing nothing. And I'm I'm sure that grief is a horrible thing. So I'm not saying that he should be proactive and doing all the things that your mum used to do, but don't expect someone else to do those things. That's what I'm saying. Especially not your 16-year-old daughter. Like, that is crazy. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you've enjoyed a couple of hours of the very best Am I the Jerk stories from the past few months. If you are new to the channel and you haven't seen one of my episodes before, do click subscribe. Do watch more on screen in the description below right now. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow for a brand new normal Reddit episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.